You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Delany Williams and joined by my co-host for this unit, Sarah McLean. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Delany. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And you? Doing well. I'm excited about this episode. Yes, so we are continuing in the book of 1 Kings, and we're going to be in 1 Kings chapters 16 through 18, and we are going to be talking about Elijah served as a prophet. So we are in unit 13 in session 2. And so Sarah, if you'll go ahead and talk about what the big idea for this session is. Sure. So after King Solomon died, God split the people of Israel into two separate kingdoms. Last week, we learned that King Jeroboam, king of the northern kingdom of Israel, disobeyed God by setting up idols for the people to worship. And in this session, what we'll see is how God's people continued to practice idolatry. We'll see how God used Elijah to demonstrate that God is the one true God. And our Christ connection for this session is the one true God is not like the false gods. We do not have to work hard to show God we love him. Instead, he showed his love for us by sending his son, Jesus. Jesus died to rescue us from sin, and he hears us when we cry out to him. Thanks, Sarah. And so now we'll go ahead and go on to the next part of our episode where we talk about some activities in our leader guides that may need a little extra prep time or some special instructions. So I'll go ahead and start with our preschool resources. And in our younger preschool leader guide, there's an activity called plant seeds. And so for our teachers, I wanna remind you to make sure that you purchase those or get those non-poisonous seeds for the preschoolers to plant during the session. And if you're having difficulty finding those, you many times can get those at home improvement stores or dollar stores, those type of stores just You can look at on the back of the packages and make sure that they are the non-poisonous ones and that they would be suitable for them to plant and grow as well. Then also there is an activity called Dress for a Rainy Day. And so some of you may be thinking, where can I get all these items, you know, for this activity? What Something that could be done is you could check with different church members about collecting some of those. You can provide some of the ones listed. We gave a a list of some ideas and so you don't have to have every single one on that list just a few and then also remember that all the children do not have to do this one activity at one time they can take turns so while some children are doing other activities a few children could be participating in this dress for a rainy day and so that's for our younger preschool and then with our older preschool they are making a prayer bracelet And so a suggestion for this would be use wider straws. You know, the types that you may have with smoothies or something like that, that will be easier to write on than smaller ones. And then if you can't find the wide straws, then another option would be to have three inch hole punched circles and write the words on those punched circles. And then those can be added to the bracelet instead. And so those are just some tips for our preschool resources. Sarah, now if you'll talk about our kids' resources. Sure. So for younger kids, there is an activity called Pasta Showdown. 
And for this activity, we just want to encourage leaders to use pans or large bowls for kids to string their pasta over. This will just help catch any pieces that fall, especially for those cooked pieces of pasta that are going to be a little slippery and harder for kids to string um, to the yarn. And it also just might be helpful to cover a table with a tablecloth or even brown craft paper just to catch any pasta that might spill and also just to make cleanup a little bit easier. And then for the older kids, there's an activity called Apple Stack. Just wanna remind leaders that be sure that you have an allergy alert or make parents aware that you'll be using apples in class today or in, the, in your Bible story time. You don't have to use apples. If you would prefer to use another type of material, you can do that as well. For example, empty toilet paper rolls, M&Ms, pony beads, any type of object that is challenging to stack because that's kind of the point of this activity is to give kids a little bit of a challenge. And then for kids worship, there is a group activity called icebergs. If you don't have enough hula hoops, you could make squares on the floor using painter's tape. So that's another option if you don't have enough hula hoops available. For midweek, there is a group game called Idle Aim. And for this game, you're going to need a lot of table tennis balls. We're suggesting two bucketfuls. So plenty of table tennis balls for this activity. You can check on Amazon to find them for cheap, maybe even dollar stores but just a reminder that this activity works best if you have a large number of table tennis balls. Great, great, Sarah. And so as we think about the next part of our episode and our conclusion and all, we talk about what excites us about this session. So Sarah, what excites you about Unit 13, Session 2? Yeah, so this session is just a really, really cool story. I think it's one of the probably one of the most amazing stories in the Bible in dealing with prophets in the Old Testament because we just have this epic showdown take place where we really see God's power on display. And while there are so many amazing truths in the story, it's hard to pick just one. I think one thing that kind of stands out to me is reminding kids that God hears them when they cry out to him. We see over and over the prophets of Baal, we see them cry out to their false god Baal and he doesn't answer them right? Over and over again, there's silence. But yet Elijah calls out to God and he hears his cry and he answers them. And it's important to remember this because there's often times where we don't, you know, we may not feel like God hears us. We may not know if he's really listening to us, but this story reminds us that yes, God does hear. He sees us. He cares for us. He hears our cries for help. He listens to us. And even as an, an adult, that's important to remember that anytime that we're going through something or we just need to know that someone is there, that God is there, that he's listening. And a lot of times kids not, may not feel very heard. You know, they might be in a home environment where they feel like their parents don't really listen to them. They might be in a school environment where they're just kind of feeling maybe lonely or left out. But to remind them that God is there, that he's with them, that he hears them. I think it's just a really important truth for kids to remember. And then ultimately that when God hears our cries, that he hears our cries for help and he saves us, right? And so we can call out to God at any time and to know that he's with us, that Jesus came to save us, I think is just something that is important for kids to remember. I love that, Sarah. It's such great insight and especially just emphasizing for the boys and girls that yes, God hears us. 
And what a great example the story is to share that truth with them. And you know, something, Sarah, we were talking about this even before we started recording, just about in the Christ connection, there's the part that talks about how we do not have to work hard to show God that we love Him. And, and I think this is important that we help unpack that for children, that we don't have to work hard to show Him that we love Him because He loves us. Also think about there's nothing we can do to earn our salvation. We obey God because it's a product of our faith. And so I'm excited to see how God uses this story in this session for our preschoolers and our children. So listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids and Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.